0: it's time to down your unders down your unders review and dissection of content from some of the sharpest minds in the game hosted by adam camilleri art of
1: war down under Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode 91, I think of uh, this here old podcast, the old podcast, Art of War Down Under, my name is Adam Camilleri, and I'm joined by, I guess my perennial Australian brother, the guy who I uh, I turn to when I want to just have a bit of a yak about something I'm not sure how I feel about, um, his name is Matt Morisoli, maybe you've heard of him, if you haven't, here he is, hello. Hello, that's a great in- <laughs> That's a great intro. That was superb, I was, I was so proud of that. <laughs> off the cuff um but if you do not know matt he is uh you've won the itc in australia you've won uprising in australia you have represented australia at the wtc twice about to a third time fingers crossed um and yeah you were just generally one of the best players in australia at kind of all times in the modern era of the game which i count as eighth edition onwards um Gentlemen are much renowned, and yeah, I've just gone from stride to stride at the moment through this ninth edition, and we're here to, uh, I guess, review and discuss the balanced data slate in addition to the kind of tick and X supplement slash psychic awakening document that came out, the one telling us what is valid, what is not. We're going to go through all of these things and chat about them, Uh, and Matt, is there anything you'd like to plug? Oh, you've kind of just like told my life story there, hey? I did, yeah, Uh smashed it.
0: No, no, look, I I am a a content creator for The Art of War as well, so if you like what we talk about and you enjoy hearing my uh, sexy voice, then uh, feel free to come over and check out some of the stuff we do over uh, at
1: theartofwar40k.com. Beautiful. Couldn't have said it easier. And if you want to check out more about what we do at um, Art of War Down Under, this is a two-part podcast. The first part comes out for you on Tuesday mornings, Eastern Standard Time, but there is a second part of this, a whole second half of this, uh, which for this episode is going to be me and Matt Building the list that you guys want us to build and answering the questions you guys want us to answer from our patron and subscriber groups, which I'm telling you, there's about 40 questions for part two of this, and it is a very deep discussion that they're putting upon us. So, me and Matt uh, have it all ahead of us, <laughs> and hopefully, we do it all justice. But if you want to ask us questions, if you want to lay out lay the land and uh, have some say in the content that we create, jump over to patron, search uh, uh, sorry, the art of war dot sorry, art of war down under, or go to the art of 40k.com, look under podcasts, and there's you can can sign up for the second half of this podcast or you can have a one-click bundle for the part two of all the art of world podcasts and get all that goodness but starting off with first impressions of this data slate this balanced data slate that came out and praise be that we actually got it because it did it just felt like it just wasn't coming for a while matt what do you think of it first up there's no
0: video here but if there was you'd see me with one thumb up I think oh. uh, I think it's a very good thing for the game. It's it is not perfect. Uh, obviously, we're not going to ever live in a world where every faction is super balanced and everything has an equal chance of going to the LVO and winning. But Mm -hmm. I think that overall, it is very good for the game. I think there are some pretty clear winners or losers, and we're literally going to rapid fire through every faction that had a change here today, so you'll get to hear who those winners and losers are. But overall, look, I'd give this a very solid B plus, A minus. I think GW have done a very good job here, and they've made the game a lot better.
1: I think they have as well. I think... um... They've made a bunch of necessary changes. Uh, they could uh, they may have been a bit over and under on some of their nurse and buffs, but overall it, it's a positive change at the end of the day. You can't look at you can't look at what we had before and what we have now and say this is worse. It's impossible because it was yeah. it was toxic as hell and dying um, that, like, that's it. Over well, the last couple of months.
0: Well, you and I are both going to an eighty player major this weekend, which will have been the previous weekend when this comes out. and it's using these new rules. And it actually feels very exciting looking at all these lists and actually you saying, I don't know where everything fits in. Adam, the power gaming Dark Angels player that he is, has uh, a <laughs> has Dark Angels right after the buff, so he's going to go and you know, you know, swat some flies and just stomp on some scrubs here and just, uh, <laughs> g- generally crush all of his opponents with the the power gaming netlisting uh, man yeah, that he is. That,
1: that's 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 uh, through and through. And you, just the meek Drakari player with some harlequins. Yeah, I'm just going to go on those bottom tables and just just you're just there for fun, right?
0: Two weeks ago, that list would have been very good.
1: <laughs> it's still good, man. Yeah. It, has, it hasn't gotten awful by any, by any means. No, it's uh, it, it's very exciting.
0: And I think that this meta is going to be a lot more engaging than the previous ones. I think there's a lot less feel-bads, a lot less non-interactivity. Again, we'll, we'll get through all this stuff yeah. pretty soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. I don't know how you feel. Like, I don't know how many... You know, events you've actually been playing while you've been overseas. I know you were at Adepticon. I'm not sure if you've actually played many tournaments, but over here, the sentiment has really been that, uh, you know, the competitive, the top end of the competitive meta has been quite stale, and I think that's had yeah. to shake up quite a lot.
1: I, I that's definitely that's definitely been the impression um, in the states as well. Uh, while I've been there, I've been just like, ah, uh, I mean, there's three there's three factions that can win, and whoever's got the best kind of two hundred, three hundred points of tech. of those three factions for the other two factions and has the good run is the guy who's going to win um and that was pretty much how it was and it was all very very silly for a little bit but we're going to jump into the first part of this and this is one of the biggest parts of this this is armor of contempt i'm sure i'm not going to even bother reading this out for people at home if unless you've been living under a rock you know exactly what this says we're going to talk about what it does and the the practical applications and what it changes for the player base (laughs) mate hot take armor of contempt very good (laughs)
0: <laughs> Extremely good So I, I think This is almost too good and the reason That it's almost too good is because of the way that Cover interactions work because Giving a unit That's getting plus one cover save And a, a, a ignore AP One is very very Good and marines have Had multiple layers of buffs that kind of Haven't mattered they've had like small points Drops and they've had little buffs that you know For the last year or so Just haven't really mattered uh, yep. But this kind of takes them a little bit next level. Now, what I think the saving grace here is that vanilla Space Marines and like Space Marine, you know, like Loyalist Space Marine chapters, the offensive output is is very bad. Like those armies just yep. have very poor offensive output. So being more durable is not necessarily a problem for the game. Where it gets a bit spicy is things like Thousand Suns getting it where they have an additional minus one, essentially or plus one save built into one damage weapons and things like Death Guard where they've got, you know, minus one damage and mm-hmm. some weird janky chaos things where there's some extra damage you can sort of layer into the army. So I think the rule is very, very good. I think some units are going to use this much better than others like Sangard, I'm looking at you, zero plus in cover, you know, man, you're, you're very, very tough. Um, but overall, I think it's very good. Now, what it does do is this is a like a, a meta change. Like The, the Armour of Contempt mm-hmm. is not just a buff to Space Marines but it's a meta change. And what that means is some other armies are going to really struggle because all of a sudden, you know, like we, we can use Voidweavers as an example. Like Voidweavers are great, but Voidweavers just got a points increase. And now the Shuriken cannons being AP1 actually don't matter against Marines in yeah. cover unless you roll the six.
1: And sisters so, and, and a
0: bunch. Yeah. Sure. They just yeah, yeah, don't yeah, do correct, anything. Correct. Yeah. So there are going to be some armies that are actually going to have a really hard time killing Marines now. And. Mm-hmm. We'll see if this has gone too far and we'll see if this means that, you know, other armies need a little bit of a boost to keep up because, look, this is the thing, right? When you start balancing a game like this with, like, blanket patches like this... It's very, very like granular, and it's very hard to balance all things properly. So you get you yeah. get into
1: the realm of the seesaw. Things must yeah. go down as other things go up. We're yeah. not looking at yeah, correct. So
0: I, I played. I think you had skew on the show a couple of weeks ago, and I played skew with his gray his knights. Gray knights, yeah. yeah. Post uh, post this update with my drakari, and I couldn't kill anything because all of the drakari melee damage is basically AP one, like all the racks, the witches, basically AP one. Sure, the combat characters in the incubi, they go in and they slap, but you know. A lot of the other stuff is AP1 and the trading yep. pieces just don't trade anymore. So mm-hmm. the rule is very good and I think it's a great, you know, update for Marines, a great buff for Marines and, you know, Chaos Marines and Thousand Sons and Death Guard. And the reality is these armies have been bad for a lot of this edition. And even if this is a little bit too good, it doesn't really hurt to let them shine a bit for a while while Spot they on. figure out how to, you know, how to balance this out. So I'm not a Marine player. I'm a I'm a Chaos Marine player, obviously, but I'm not a Space Marine player, but I'm actually excited to see more Marines on the board and not just feel like I rock up
1: to my table and I get a big win. Dude, exactly right. And uh, you and I played, I think when Dracari came out, you and I played like nine games of (laughs) Marines versus Dracari. And I I got close to winning once out of those nine games. And I didn't win that game. I got close yeah. to winning once. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. That was
0: yeah day one when the 10-man witch unit spent 7 CP and wiped, it, wiped out <laughs> 10 75 <stubborn laughs> Terminators. And yes. you looked at
1: me and you said, WTF is going I, on here. I said, what is this game? What has happened to this game? Um, that was just such a leap in, uh, in anything. Um, but yeah, 100%, uh, I back that up. I, I do think everybody who's just been proliferating their Storm Shields all of a sudden feels like a fool. Um, and not so much like a fool just feels like, oh, wow, do I need to snap some arms off? I wish I magnetized. Oh, do I need to buy new Vanguard vets? Um, and that is a thing. Like, the, the sheer amount of Storm Shields that you needed to play a Marine's army is just gone. Like, you used to have to have 20 to play a, to play a Marine army. You had to have 20 Storm Shields in your army. Yeah. And now, you have if you have three, that's probably fine. It's like probably fine.
0: Oh, I can see our good friend uh, Jeremy like crying as he pulls the storm shields off of his death watch vets and <laughs> replace, replaces chain- them with blue tack chainswords.
1: So. Blue tack chainswords, yeah. Uh, stor- stor- yeah storm bolted chainsword for the win. Um, all right, it down, the aircraft rule is still here, leaving you, you to two aircraft units in a 2,000 point army, whatever. Um, indirect fire ha- got, oh, 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 boy, dealt, I got dealt with. So where were we at with indirect fire prior to this? And why did this need to happen? So indirect fire
0: was very good before. Um it was look not all indirect but air, air bursts, hive guard pre nidbook coming out uh mm-hmm. probably the two biggest you know problems here maybe like look like the void weavers and shadow sorry the void weavers the um the night spinners and shadow That's, weaver yeah. list was a bit of a thing. Um what it meant was just that you had to have you know, weak units in transports, you couldn't have, like, I, I was running, like, the sea of racks, like, not not 200 like Manishima was, but I was running 80-odd racks in my Drakari list before Tau came out, and that mm-hmm. went to 25 overnight because I couldn't have big units anymore. Yeah, um because
1: so, the airburst yeah. would just get the, would get the blast profiles and just delete it.
0: Correct. So a- airburst getting, you know, getting blast was a very big deal. So firstly, what this change has done is this has made uh, the indirect fires take a minus one to hit if they can't see you. So if you're shooting with an air burst um, and you can't see your opponent, you're minus one to hit, and yep. your opponent gets plus one to save. So crazy, yeah. Basically, it's a, you know a double a double blow there. Uh, it basically kills all indirect fire weapons. It basically makes them all terrible, especially in a meta where armor of contempt is a thing. There's just mm-hmm. there really isn't any indirect fire that you want to have now. For example, on things like a storm surge, you probably still keep the. You know the air because it's nice to have a few weapons with that profile, yeah. but you wouldn't be paying to buy those on your crisis suits when you can just take missile pods or burst cannons or something like that.
1: Yeah, I, I have had an argument that there's still a case for having a small media medium tower, uh, sorry, battlesuit unit with air and that there are ways to circumnavigate the majority of these nerfs. And in reality, when it's all said and done the only thing you're really losing by this nerf is that they're going to get another save and you've lost a rend because of the moncar changes that we're going to get to later. Yeah. Um, and if that is true, you're still really good at killing other people's crew. You're still really good at killing guardsmen. You're still really good at killing orc boys and things that already innately have a bad save. But yeah, you're just never going to scratch the paint on a space rain. Like, you just never.
0: Yeah. And I, I just think that given what we're going to see changing in the meta here, I just, I just don't think that it's worthwhile. I, I think especially when, again, I mentioned before the cover Giving you plus one to save things that are going to hide from your air bursts are just going to be touching cover and yes. like yeah y- yeah I, I I don't see it I, I think that indirect fire is basically dead I think that you know poor plague burst crawlers have finally taken the nerf they need <laughs> to not be <laughs> useful anymore plague burst crawlers have been abs I don't care what anyone says plague, been- plague burst crawlers have been absolutely top tier the entire edition yeah since <laughs> the death guard book I, I don't care I don't care anyone can argue with me on this they have been <laughs> one of the best units in the game. This entire edition, like, dude, since the Death Guard book came out, and they're finally
1: dead. They were the best thing in the Chaos Super Faction for the better part of four years. Mate, they were, they like, were, they they were, were so as good as so Void
0: Honestly, they were as
1: good so as Void so 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 Weavers. I'll say it.
0: They were as if good you could, as Boy If Mears. you
1: could take nine of them, 100%. Oh, <laughs> oh dude. Oh, man. 100%. Um, but anyway, uh, Guard are ex- excluded from all of these changes. So if the only indirect army in the game that will still hold up right now is Guard, and there is an argument to be made for some Tau units, well, one Tau unit, yeah. um, which, we, which we actually have a bunch of questions about in part two. So we're going to be unpacking that a little bit more, the pros and cons. Um, but do, does is Guard indirect a thing? Is she going to make indirect when you play Guard?
0: I, I think Guard is still not a thing, but I, if I was playing Guard, I would still have like the double, like the two um, med Manticores, I yeah. think. I, I well, think, yeah, we'll get to Guard. I don't I don't think they've done enough for Guard, but um,
1: that's probably the best place to get your indirect fire in. Well, I just think, like, if you're playing in a Teams event, taking one indirect list probably isn't isn't a stupid thing, and maybe that's a Custodes and Guards list now, coming back to freaking 2018, <laughs> when yeah. I played at WTC, because, it, I don't know, Custodes is custodes the mono build anymore, but we will see. Yeah, um,
0: well, I, I would agree. I, I think that, you know, given the meta changes, well, people actually will not expect indirect, so perhaps... Again, as a skew list, then there's Three Man's Cores and Basilisks and yeah, the unit of mortars that gets plus one to wound for some reason and all, all, <laughs> yeah. of, all of that juicy stuff all in one list
1: um, could be a thing. It could be a thing. Um, onto the bodyguard ability. So bodyguard got gutted, and I'm very happy about this. It's been one of the most erroneous and complained about abilities of this edition. Um, but what changed here, mate? Uh, let's just okay. So if your unit had bodyguard, it
0: doesn't have bodyguard anymore. Um, let's mm-hmm. just we, you can actually act like that rule does not exist. So Correct. what what it now lets you do is it lets you uh, use the lookout sir so like character screen with a unit less than three models. It the rule basically does not exist. Um, because every unit that has bodyguard with the exception of probably um, you know, uh, the the bodyguard battle suits, are paying a premium for that rule, and now they don't have it, so now they're pretty bad. Um, That's kind of just the reality of it. The bodyguard rule just doesn't exist. Correct. So no more random characters hanging out on objectives uh, and not getting shot and holding on to objectives and just being generally very annoying. So that's a very good change.
1: I totally agree. I think this is an amazing change. I think uh, the bodyguard rule was the... (laughs) I don't want to say it was the worst rule this edition, but it was the most annoying and the most complained about, and the most you had the most problems. The most like for the casual player who wasn't like aware of it, it you had to explain so much, and it, it all of a sudden it turned into such a feel bads interaction immediately. Like it was just pretty, it was just bad for the game. Yeah, one hundred
0: percent. man. I, I, this is one of the best changes that are uh, yeah. It was in this um this update, I think. Next up, we have
1: sisters. Now, I don't want to say sisters are my hot take got the most from this, but if they didn't, their second or third, they got the most from this. And not from the Armour of Contempt, it, it, not only from the Armour of Contempt, sorry, because they got double the Miracle Dice. You now get Miracle Dice at the start of each player turn, not the battle round. And it is mwah, so much better, so much more powerful.
0: Uh, yeah, this is really, really good. So obviously, as you mentioned, they they got Armour of Contempt, so they've basically got uh, minus one AP against anything with AP, which is a big deal. Um, But the extra miracle dice means that things like Leap of Faith are far more reliable. It means that the miracle dice farm kind of builds, where you you build in a few extra ways to get miracle dice, are just a little bit more viable. Um, It just makes the whole army a bit more viable, to be honest, man. And I think that with indirect going away as well, it Mm -hmm. means that the units are a bit more durable. Look, if they'd kept bodyguard, you'd probably say sisters are the biggest winners, but
1: they
0: didn't. So there's no more Val and Celestine hanging out on objectives, which, again, is probably. Overall, a good thing for the game. Um, but no, I, I think that sisters uh, are very, very strong. I also think, look, Valhart also got the can't re-roll to wound against them, like the yeah. Salamander Chap's tactic treatment uh, in place because I've gotten the uh, armor of contempt. Yeah. Um, I still think that Bloody Rose is the best. I think with the supplement, those rules, probably make them the best. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. I think sisters are in a very good spot. I'm horrified of what the sisters players are going to do to me on the weekend. So, We'll, um, we'll see what happens.
1: i <laughs> doing me a concern how good I think sisters might be now because the reality of the... Uh, you said is exactly right. The, what, what the Miracle Dice change did was make their scoring ability better, make them more resilient in addition to having armor content, making them more resilient, and gave them a whole new freaking secondary that yep. was middling at best. If you built into it, it was middling. Yep. And now if you build into it, it's just going to get you that 12. Yep. Uh, if it if went to 15, I would say this was possibly the second best secondary in the game. Um, Below the grey knight one for just just getting you 15 points immediately, yeah. or just writing it down at the start of the game. Um, what is up next? Next up we have the guard changes. So the guard changes are pretty much exactly the same. Lehman Russ still has a two plus tank commanders and the orders are now our auras. But they also got this cheeky little hammer of the emperor, which is essentially a mono faction bonus, or more to, more to the point, a mono sub faction bonus, which is now being clarified to not include scions, which. Is quite annoying. But what this does, it gives you sixes to hit automatically wound if you are the same regiment in your trier army. So if you, if you are Monocadian, Monocatachan, whatever. Um, for the way this read before, you made the, you can make a very strong ar- argument that if you are Mono Tempestus Scions, Millertime Tempestus, you would get this buff, and that was what I wanted to believe with all my soul because I really wanted to play that army. And then they've clarified and said, no, you cannot. That is not a thing. Absolutely right. That that, would ne- that never worked. <laughs> shush you shush uh were the guardsmen away
0: 60 points or is that a new thing as well
1: um i thought they were i thought they were 50 points before and they have gone up 10 points but now don't pay any war gear. but i could be I, i'm willing to be wrong i honestly haven't looked at guardsmen in, in quite a long time so they could very well have been 60 points for a while yeah cool um
0: and this, yeah yeah this is cool
1: uh i don't think it matters uh,
0: again like it feels like guard get a buff in every single one of these and we just sort of say it doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe, maybe it's starting to get close to the point where it matters, but I'm not
1: sure that it does. It, so the one thing they will, they've still been able to do, yeah, guards still kill you really well. They, they Their killing ability has never been bad. Between Sions, Tank Commanders, Payload medics, and you know special weapons teams, veterans teams, whatever you want to say, com- yeah, um, their, their killing ability has always been fine. But the issue is they have zero resilience, can't dig themselves out, and they can't um, Have a strong, well, they still can't have a strong enough secondary game because they can't, they can never survive on an objective to score a good primary. Um, and so none of this changes anything. The thing that they already did well got 15% better, and so it really, it really kind of doesn't touch the sides, unfortunately. The only thing the backhanded buff is then being excluded from the the indirect fire nerfs might be enough that they can play a I do very little shootout infantry squads in in, in chimeras, Toroxes or deep strikes or whatever, uh, or double move and get enough points that way without getting wiped off the table. But what I see happening is the lack of band gets pulled back from all these unkillable from range space Marines and everyone takes three minutes of incubi crap loads of banshees and scorpions and all these things to go and dig out space Marines and cover, which squishes the crap out of any, um, guard build you might think might get you the distance, which is what I think is going to happen. I concur. Um all right on to custody <laughs> later uh, rip 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 rick roll rip 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 yeah um yeah Custodes are bad <laughs> hey is this the this is the biggest nerf hammer like single swing of the nerf bat we have seen since like start of 8th edition in my mind it's, yeah, it's so, been so, a while
0: so the first thing is that they just made obsec normal obsec um so mm-hmm. I love this line that just says change the bullet point to uh, just say that troops get obsec. I'm like great. Change the bullet point to say what every other book says. Excellent, GW. Yep. Well done. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, look, the um, the transhuman and the other one. I can not remember what the other stratagem even does. One of them. Uh, w- w- one's a transhuman. What's the other stratagem? But the, 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 no,
1: the other ones are no re rolls, and the last one is the the switching uh, cutter. The switching to another um, shield host.
0: Yeah, cool. So, like, you're not that durable without those strats at one CP. Correct. Um, it's just a bit unfortunate. And then, um, yeah, obviously a couple of those have become infantry only as well, so the bikes kind of suck now too. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, look, my, my initial thoughts are that the dreads are still pretty good. The dreads can yep. go in a guard army. The dreads can Same. go in a Dark Angels army. The dreads can go in a few Same. different armies and they're pretty good. But, man, Custodes as a mono fact. Shit, oh,
1: dude, I... Uh, I
0: don't
1: see so, it anymore. Me, me, I, I struggle now. I mean, I've seen somebody, some people have sent me builds with uh, Aquilan Terminators in it, which look actually kind of spicy. They still they still do fine. They're not great. They're really bad for the points, but, you know, they they'll won't they'll fold and they'll do a bit of damage. Um, someone else sent me a build that has just, uh, it's pretty much just basic troops and then dreads and three Caladius. And I'm like, that's not crap. It's not going to win like it used to because you can't hold an objective very well, but you can defend your deployment zone extremely well and slap people across the board. Because I think Kaladius is still quite good, um, but I'm, I'm again like I'm not seeing any powerhouse here. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing something I'm scared of. I'm like oh, that looks like somebody else's army. Like that you know that looks like any other faction. It doesn't look like custodies anymore. It doesn't feel like Custodes. Um, I think this is too much. I think this is too far. I, I don't. Like how Custodies went from an S tier or A plus to now, I feel like they're the feel bad is the feel bad from the lack of band slap is going to be so bad that people just won't play Custodies anymore. They'll be like, "Well, it, this just feels wrong. It feels I can't go from playing something so good to something so crap." Even though I don't think they're awful, like I don't think they're bottom tier. Uh, they're just nowhere. They're just a, a pale shadow compared to what they used to be. Uh,
0: yeah, dude, uh, totally, totally agree. I, I think that a few of these changes could have been pulled back. They didn't quite need all of them. Um, they just don't seem like a mono a mono army anymore. I, unfortunately, yeah. if you try and go like that Caladius and Dread build, you just end up building a worse version of another army. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think Custodes are actually bad. I, I think they're actually bad out of this. They're probably, you know, they've gone from being like top three to yeah, not much better than Guard, in my opinion. Um,
1: uh, I I think running mono... <laughs> I think running mono is, is bad now, uh, custodies, but I think custodies and Guard is now the new Imperial suit build. Um, I, I love what you said, and that's exactly my thoughts as well. Custody Dreadnoughts, plus um, Guard Indirect, maybe one tank commander, I think that's actually a really good list for the current game because it does so much that no one else can do. Yep. And you're adding everything that Guard doesn't have in the Dreadnoughts. Um, all right, but moving on to the next portion, Admech. Did anything change for Admech? Or was this all the same? Uh, I, I believe this is all identical to what it was before. Same. That's, that's my thoughts as well. Space Marines. Uh, the only change here is Salamanders. Is their trait got reworked the same as Valorous Heart so that you can no longer reroll to wound against them. So in addition to getting Armour of Contempt and they're already kind of a sleeper as one of the better Marine builds because they got some jank like the the 2D6 rogue intervention and the, the, um, the bodyguard overwatch or whatever it is. Uh, They've got some really good stuff and now they just seem to be... Equal best or possibly second best uh, space marine option.
0: Uh, oh, I don't think they're that good. I I think that Dark Angels and Blood Angels are both probably better. I mean, I, I think Death Watch uh, in a really good spot too. I think they're probably just above those. I say just below those, but I think that Dark Angels, Dark Angels, and Death Watch at least are probably better than Cybermen. Yep. Maybe not Blood Angels, but uh, at least Dark Angels,
1: Death Watch for sure. One hundred percent. I think Death Watch is something everyone needs to go and reevaluate. All your all your kill teams actually got so much harder to kill.
0: But a yeah, bunch, and like, also they got cheaper because you need less Terminators now as exactly well.
1: Exactly so, right. I was about to do that. The, the little sneaky bit, the little sneaky winner in here is that you can just run with no Terminators. You don't really need them. Maybe one or two, like maybe. Yeah. If you really want to.
0: All the lists I wrote had two, and that was enough to sit and cover with a zero plus save as, and with AP, and then just and laugh, laugh La- as yeah. your opponent yeah. your <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, spot on. Uh, but jumping down to CSM now, we still got Death to the False. Everybody in here, but the big win here is, um, of course, Armor Contempt. Because the the one, th- so a like Guard. Anything that's built off the Eighth Edition metric never seem to have any trouble with killing ability. So that you can say the same thing for about um, Master Crafters, Ignore Cover Eldar. Mm-hmm. You can say the same thing about Guard. You can say the same thing about Chaos um, Space Marines. The the killing, the lack of killing ability is not the issue. In fact, I think I think Chaos right now is one of the last vestiges of crazy levels of killing ability because they've still got double shoot, double fire, double move um, yeah. in warp time, et cetera. Um, tell us a little bit of a story here. Well, there isn't much of a story. No, nothing really changes.
0: Like the, what, what's going to change is the meta. The meta is going to change around Chaos Space Marines. Nothing actually changes about what you play. So the Chaos Space Marine lists that were passable before are probably still passable. Um but nothing has really changed in terms of the output. Like, stuff is more durable, but when you're talking about one-wound marines, it's not a big deal. They are for things like um, Obliterators, things like uh, Terminators, like the durability goes up, things like Possessed, the durability goes yeah. up. But like, you know, one-wound marines getting plus one of their save gets with AP, it kind of just doesn't matter, honestly. Um, a tw- at 12 points per model, it's, tr- it's not a bad value proposition, though. Yeah, it's twelve points per model that die, like three of them die when your opponent rolls a three for a smite though. <laughs> like, oh, that's tr- that's that's yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, you know, like man, with Nids in the meta, with the Zoanthropes and the Maliceptors mm-hmm. pumping out forty mortal wounds a turn, they go forty cow space brains a turn, right? Like That's fair. Uh yeah. I, I think that you're right. The damage output is not really a problem, but the durability doesn't get much better with this, in my opinion.
1: I think there are there are things. I think you want to go and revisit, have a look at your Lord your Disco Lords. Your Fla- was a flawless host, Disco Lords.
0: Yeah, they're they're not bad with the double explodes. The, the problem is yeah. now you are now you're locked to one um, sub-faction. subfaction. So yeah. you used to soup the Disco Lord like the flawless host Disco Lord with Emperor's Children's Terminators, and stuff mm. like that. And now you can't do that anymore, which kind of kind of hurts. But um, yeah. They're, they're, look, there's definitely some spices here, and there are definitely some cool lists. There's some creations of Isle stuff that's pretty cool that I've seen going around, but like the stuff just dies. Now, with less indirect in the meta, that's great. Like, with less indirect, you get to live for longer behind the wall <laughs> um, yep. and sometimes get across the board, but I don't think it's enough to make
1: Cow Space Marines like good, good. Mm, yeah, I agree. Um, not not good good, but they're definitely going to be better than they have been in, in quite some time. On yep. um, onto, onto Death Guard, who in addition to the Armour of Contempt, also now just have Obsec on all their Terminators. Well, Which I think this is one of the bigger buffs. Um,
0: yeah, um, again, I'm, I'm not sure functionally how much it really matters, uh, but... It does mean that like for example running 20 blight lords and running them across the board is pretty cool. I have been messing around and Brad and I spoke about this on the Chaos clinic in the Outer Wall this week about uh, running the Terminus Assault Force with uh, basically deep striking um, like 60 poxwalkers and then like yeah. deep striking some blight lords as well and just putting a million things in the middle of the board with all Obsec and just saying to your opponent like good luck killing me I'm going to get some big primary scores. So mm-hmm. I think there's some play there. Um the uh, the death shrouds getting the points increase last uh, balance update was pretty unfortunate um in the, yeah. the chapter approved uh, book. Um, but Blight Lords, you know, running with the, the putrefier for the mortals on sixes, like I, I think that still kind of slaps, you know, especially when you put um something like uh, like Arch Contaminator on that guy, so you get rerolls to wound. Uh, I think Death Guard are in an okay spot. I think that Thousand Suns, just by getting Armor of Contempt got more than Death Guard got out of this, even though they got Obsec. Uh, but Death Guard, are, they're better than they were before.
1: I think they're in a phenomenally better place. I just really wish they undid the, the, um, the Death Route change. It was the Death Route. The, yeah, I wish they undid the Terminator price hike. Um, if they did that, man, 3x2 uh, Death Route, just, they're, they're your objective sitters. Good freaking luck killing them out of cover. Like toughness five, four plus involved, sitting on a zero up save in effect with minus one damage, like with no indirect in the game. Congrats, the objectives are yours. In fact, like yeah, yeah. sure. And and I think there's
0: quite a few. Like Death Guard can do it, Thousand Suns can do it, Dark Angels can do it. Where they just put Terminators on the board and say, "Like, good luck coming
1: to kill me." Um, It's the the next level of the bus stop list. Like it is. It's gone the next level now. We've we've seen it unveiled. Um, I'm not a fan of any of those builds, though. They they none of them excite me. Because that's what I, that's initially, remember, it was initially what I played when the Dark Angels dropped. I was like, cool, I get to play all my Terminators. And then I played them for two events. And I'm like, I'm bored out of my mind. Like, oh my God, I'm so bored. Yeah, well, um, it's
0: about to be the matter, Adam. So I hope you like the Terminators.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah, I've only got 20. Uh, <laughs> I kind of refuse. I'm wondering if I can refuse to get any more. Uh, we will see. Uh, On to the next portion. Uh, this is. Drakari, nothing changed to my mind for Drakari. I think it's exactly the same as it, all, as it ever was. I think the
0: Agile Hunters change is different. I think that just wasn't in there before, but maybe it was. I don't know. No one's ever
1: used Agile Hunters in the history of <laughs> writing lists, so I don't think <laughs> it matters. So it doesn't matter at all. All right, Necrons are exactly the same. I wish Necrons got a little bit of something here. Um, well, what I wish is I wish they had points drops on their characters, but I think Gdub is pretty loath to put... Um, Points changes in this, like uh, holistic points changes, like because yeah. i would have to go through line by line every cryptic down fi- 10 to 15 points, every yeah. board down 10 to 15 points. I don't think they want to do that. I think that's what chapter approves for. Um, but aux- uh,
0: what well, before we leave, I think Necron's got absolutely shafted by this. They cannot kill a space brain
1: now. Mm. Um, like, well, Fla- I was about to say the flayed one yeah. warrior builds, like, they are just dead. Well, they bust up worse now. They bust stop so much worse. The only thing that they can do is get there first. They can get there to the objectives yeah. faster than you if they don't decide to go Nihalak or Mephred uh, or, or uh, Novok, which I think is the best. Um, they can get there first. And kudos yeah. to you if you get there first, you just die extra because, unfortunately, Stormbolters hurt you. <laughs> and guess yeah. what the whole Terminator armies are built of, let alone freaking Neg 2 off the, the freaking Scarab Colts. It's yeah. terrifying. For
0: what it's worth, um, like the 20 man warrior blob does live for longer now. Um, it does. Yeah. But Necrons,
1: uh, yeah, they got a little bit better with the
0: last one of these. They got a lot worse
1: with this one, in my opinion. The only thing I think Necrons do really well now is that they have Die. medium, medium speed, ridiculously high AP weapons. Um, yeah. Scorpec destroyers hitting at you know, like a, a, a baseline rent four as Novok, um, Seems to be a good sweet point sweet spot with uh, with nothing. everything's multi-damage for going and just ripping apart some terminators. But you're gonna you, you got what uh, one unit of those doesn't kill um doesn't kill one ter- unit brick of terminators these days. Especially not Dark Angels with the transhuman Especially not yeah, with the perma transhuman. Or if you've got the four sitting on the four plus involved in combat on your whole army with your scarab cults if you buffed it up. Um and minus one to hit, etc. Uh yeah, so I ooh, I'm a bit worried now. Because I mean one of the things you could have said is that the Gorse Reaper actually killed Space Marines really effectively. Um, with the exploding sixes hitting on yeah. twos, um, auto wounding as well. Um, it killed space marines really. I, I can attest to that. I played Segler a bunch and bam. When he when he bombed those in or moved them up and you know, with Silent King, they actually slaughtered my boys. They killed mm-hmm. them really well. And the strength the transhuman doesn't matter because they're only strength four. Then they they're getting around it in a bunch of different ways. And yeah, but now like sorry man, I'm taking three ups, or I'm taking two ups if I'm a terminator. Um, it's really rough. Uh, all right. Moving on to Orcs, who I think, and I'm going to say this, apart from Custody, is the biggest loser um, from this is Orcs.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, then, again, no, nothing changed, right? But the meta has changed, and the indirect well, change means that Rucker Trucks are garbage. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. They could have, uh, they almost could have un- undone the points changes on all the buggies when they put these changes in. Because yeah. as, as it sits right now, there's only like, one good orc build, and everything else is just kind of dis- completely disappeared. What orc um, build do you think is good? Just goff, go get them. Just goff, nah, just as much as much stuff, and just it's, go it's get them. It's all AP like
0: one.
1: I know, I'm well aware. No, you take you take three, you take three in Meganob Meganobs, You got mega, you got mega, are bad. Um. But, <laughs> so, I, I'm aware. Like I said, dude, they're the second biggest loser out of this bunch. You know what's offensive? A what?
0: Terminator in cover takes a two up against the orc rocket. Correct. <laughs>
1: it's yeah, so sad. Correct. Yeah, or, orcs got shafted. I'm sorry, if you play orcs, just if you don't Unlike Custodies, who yeah. got shafted by nerf, orcs got shafted by a mission. Yeah. Like, it was the fact they didn't get anything. It's almost like they could have undone all the buffs or all the nerfs that they previously done, um, and then orcs could just go about their business probably as like a plus A+, B+, a+ in- tier build with like possibly freebooters unshackled again, which no one wants to see, by the way. Nobody wants that. <laughs> It wouldn't even be good because they don't kill anything now. I know they don't kill anything, but nobody, still nobody wants it. Like it's just yeah, a sure. real, bore, real boring game of they just like rolling dice for literally forty five minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Turn one, cool. Uh, so yeah, orcs. I'm really sorry, guys. Orcs just got wrecked. Um, Harlequins. <laughs> your turn. Hand pass. Unpack.
0: Okay, so uh, Harlequins got yeeted uh, a little bit. Um, I think they're still pretty good. I think they're still a relatively good faction, but they got brought down a couple of pegs. So the um, the pivotal role for the Shadow Seer that makes everything six inches further away uh, went from being an aura to pick a unit. Um, very good. Now you don't no longer have Wordweavers pretending they're six inches further away from you than they actually are, uh, and it's core now as well. So it doesn't actually work on. Weavers at all, which is nice. Uh, it only really works on troops and bikes, uh, which probably means you'll never see it. Um, right. Then they've changed the uh, the auto 6 uh, hit roll uh, warlord trait to be a combat warlord, uh, co- combat hit roll only, so no more Death Jester getting auto you know, for extra hits. Um, that's also very good. And then Star Weavers went to 95 points and Void Weavers went to 130, so no more nine void weavers, six star weavers in one army, which is very good.
1: Yep. Yeah, totally agree. Um, to my mind, this feels like it's not as bad. As, it's nowhere near as bad as Custodius, but this was the second most nerfed faction, I believe, from this. And the gap between how bad Custodius got dealt with and how bad uh, Harlequins got dealt with is really vast. Um, Custodius, sorry, Harlequins will still hold up as a mono build, but the I, I didn't. I always thought nine voids was overkill anyway. I'm like, what is like. Six is usually doing the job very easily, and then you got three that shoot into you like a far who, who cares about target that's just like clear some chaff. Um, at least that's from the games that I saw and called. Uh, what's your impression?
0: I think that that nine was very good when there were 90 points of model because it meant when three died, you still had six.
1: But yeah, six, you're saying six was the, the amount of damage you needed to do, six was doing. oh, well, I
0: mean, six was you know appropriate, um, like it did, it did enough damage, but. When they're 90 points a model, you just take nine because they're incredibly efficient. It's true. They're very, very efficient. Harlequins have been hurt a lot by Armour of Contempt here as well just because the uh, AP-1 Shuriken cannons were doing a lot of the bulk damage and now they just won't do very much Mm. to Marines or Terminators and things like that. So... Uh, look, man, good luck trying to kill Death Guard with Shuriken cannons, like minus one damage and ignore the AP one. Yeah, uh, it's,
1: yeah. Who cares? <laughs> it's, just, it's just not a profile you can spam anymore um, or that you want to. I, to me, that, that's the biggest reason that I feel Harlequins might become a non-mono build. Like their, their best build, their best use will not be in a mono. Yeah, their best um, use is going to be a patrol with Craft Worlds with Dracari.
0: I, I like them in Drakari. I, I think Drakari have suffered a lot from this as well because a lot of you know, AP one weapons are yeah. now kind of useless in the Marines, and like the damage kind of feels like it's not really enough anymore. Um, but Harley's in with Drakari you know, give you a pretty you know, a pretty good
1: singles list, I think. Uh, I think so, so, I so too. Like that. Yeah, um, and I, I think uh, I, how do you feel about troop now? Like f- like five troop in a boat feels okay. Doesn't feel great in this current environment, but you have a lot of ways of doing a bunch of mortal wounds to close the gap that you've lost in damage output. But you have to spend CP to do it. Yeah, that, that's probably fine. I,
0: I think troops are still fine. I think, honestly, they or well, they haven't changed at all, right? Like, yeah. It's just that the meta's changed around them. I, I think that the combating armies play dark and they don't really care. They go plus one damage and they just shred anything anyway. It's true. Yeah, um, yeah there's probably a bit less of a, you know, I, I guess a bit less of an incentive to play light. I think light's still very, very good. I, I, I would still play light personally. I think that the durability is far more important than the damage. Um but yeah, like, I think Trips are fine. I think, I think Harley's are still fine. You know, when we look at where everything is going to be
1: after this update, I think Harley's are still fine. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Harley's are totally fine. Um, Alright, on to Tau. I think Tau got a... Uh, did they even get a slap on the wrist? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, the yeah. One, it's worse. Tau it's is 100% worse it's worse. It 100% is worse. But compared to how bad the other two got dealt with, this isn't comparable. This is no way comparable. These were just as big an offender in a meta as um, Custodies were. Yeah, they got game...
0: hit by indirect and
1: bodyguard too, though, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, uh, but their best unit didn't get touched, whereas Custody's best u- unit, being the bikes, got absolutely put in the bin. Sure. That, that's pretty fair. So... And the same for the Void Weavers. Same Void Weavers got dumpstered. They're not dead, but they got, you know, farewell, farewell slapped around. Crisis suits. Jeez. I mean that's the whole army now. There's no reason to take anything else. It's pretty much what they told you.
0: Yeah, that, look, that's pretty true. Yeah, so like, um, yeah, you, you might be right. I I, I think that I, I think Tau, the Tau Army is significantly worse than it was before. I don't think we're going to see Tau rolling everyone the way they were, you know, before Harley's came out uh, after this update. People I agree with- think that Tau got like, but let off lightly here, and mm-hmm. maybe they did but I don't think we're going to see anywhere near the levels
1: of dominance they had before. See, I, I do agree with that. I don't think they are dominant. I still think they're easily the second best faction in the game right now. I think it goes nids tau as for one number two, and I do think, but I do think there is a, bit, a decent sized gap between those two. Um, although maybe not now that Leviathan and Crusher is, is 100% gone, which we'll discuss following this. Um, the, the biggest deal for me is, like you said, they can't just stand still in their deployment zone and wipe you off the table, which is right. what they did. They yeah. just did that, and then turn three, they came and gotcha. The rest, of whatever's left. Um, I do think tower players are going to have to try a little bit more. They can't just, let, you know, win on win on um, on stupid mode, which I think they're easily able to do. They're not. They tend to be pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, it just it just really worries me how good crisis teams are. They've got all the right amounts of rend, um, extremely resilient already, and yeah, it, it's just a, it's just still an tier build.
0: Yeah, they get a lot more expensive when you're not putting an airburst on everything,
1: though. That's actually very true. It's going to be interesting to see if they all stay as five mans, if there's some threes and fours. Yeah, what's it look like?
0: Yeah, look, again, I'm not suggesting that Tower bad. I just I, I think that this has hurt them a bit
1: more well, than people seem
0: to think at first
1: glance. Can you, can you uh, read out the Moncar change and then unpack it for us a little bit? Because some people might not be getting their heads around that properly.
0: Yeah, sure. So, um, change the second bullet point of the Car ability to read each time a model in this unit makes a ranged attack that targets the closest eligible enemy model within the range. The table shown on the left Reroll a wound roll of one. Um,
1: yes. That is the Car change. Okay, so no, you no longer get the rend in addition, yeah? Oh, correct. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, I,
0: I, I thought that was assumed knowledge at this point, but yes, that's uh, not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so... The whole army lost a rand essentially. And do you see this as, as letting people now take some Kalyon instead of just moncar all the way?
0: Oh yeah. Kalyon still isn't very really good. You can't go without your buffs for the first two turns of the game, in my opinion. That's correct. I think um, yeah. I think waiting till turn three to come online, look, unless you're playing against something that really wants to hold out and you're sort of playing the KG Deep Strike game, usually you can't play without your buffs for two turns. That's kind of my uh my thoughts there. Maybe there are some builds that play Kayon pretty well that can sort of castle up and try and be KG for two turns, but like Tau don't have a good secondary game, so mm-hmm. if you're doing this, you're not really scoring very well and you're giving your opponent the board for two turns like you need to really swing it back in those last three turns and look I don't know man, I, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to be playing without an army wide buff for two
1: turns, the first two turns yeah that's always that's always been the case um the game before k right now is won and lost in the first three not the last three um so just by default i feel like you want a front load in any and all buffs you can um any and all damage you can as well uh so yeah tau came out better than the other top armies but still you're right they still did cop a bit of a hit i um, mean yeah. broadside broadside losing core i don't think that matters i don't really think that matters no um there wasn't a huge amount of applicable buffs. Like the same as Ballastari. You might go from people no longer taking the big threes and the the, the threes, the, the sixes of but I actually really still like the single. Like the, the couple of single uh broadsides are just such a pain in the ass. Um all right. Um and this was added recently, both the Imperial Knights and Chaos Knights got their obsec back. Um, for those who may have thought it was gone. I thought it was um, gone. <laughs> I thought it was gone as well. well. They told us it was gone because they were getting it in their um, in their yeah. codexes. And then they added it back because I've heard a little bit on the grapevine the codexes may have been delayed by Ooh. who knows how long. Um, probably just a couple of weeks, probably just some shipping stuff. COVID's still messing with a lot of um, bits and pieces. So um, on to this new document. This is the Psychic Awakening Faction Updates in Addition to the Supplement. Um, and f- campaign books and flashpoints. Uh, it just pretty much has a tick and a cross. Is this brand new? Have they? Has this ever been done before? And I've I've just no. never been paying attention. No, this is a new thing. Yeah, so they just they've got a, they've got literally all the supplements and all the psychic awakenings here, and they've got a tick and a cross next to them for which ones are still in play for the competitive game. Um, psychic awakening, it's actually kind of a bit of a travesty that any of these have ticks next to them. I <laughs> don't know how you feel about that, but we're like pretty much two years into Ninth edition, all these should be gone because um, they were just the patch fix to allow stuff to operate in the first couple of months of 9th. But due to COVID and whatever's happened on, on G-Dub's end, like Chaos Demons still have to use them. You know, the Knights still have to do creations of Bile, Agents of the Imperium, Astro Militarum, and Heretic studies yep. all still operate from a Psychic Awakening. Yep. Um, but tell us about the campaign books. What is out?
0: Uh, okay. So both the Tyranid uh, updates, so Leviathan and Crusher, are both Mm -hmm. gone um that's the uh what is it the it's the it's the army of renown the white dwarf army of renown it's gone the pressure stampede is gone there's also the synaptic link update that was in the same warzone book that's gone as well um Mm -hmm. and in addition to that the armies of renown for harlequins and death watch are also uh gone
1: yeah, the um, the one, the Army of Renown, um, for Death Watch. Although it says Psychic Awakening here for Death Watch, was that what had their kill team in it?
0: Uh, I believe so. I'm ninety nine percent sure that it is. Uh, I would have to double check because I feel like these rules are old now, and I just know they exist, so I don't know where they came from. Um, yeah, fair. But I believe, yeah, I believe that's that one there.
1: I didn't think it was the i didn't think it was the kill team I thought it was just the the thing that lets you make kill teams um in the old codex and then you because you can make them in the new codex I didn't need to bring it over i think the kill team strike force is still uh, is still in effect
0: i don't know and now, willing, and to then, be, and, and now uh, i now i don't know where that
1: so <laughs> i am going to google this when we talk about other things and find lovely, out. lovely 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 um there were, i'm very happy Dub's done this there was a lot of consternation about whether leviathan was legal whether crusher was legal i actually in fact heard from somebody who usually is finger on the pulse and very correct that leviathan was 100 percent gone but the crusher stampede was always intended to work with the ninth edition codex Um, And that's, that was verbatim what I was told. And yeah, it turns out not the case, but I wouldn't be surprised if after the fact, when the dust was settling on this new Newtonian codex, they looked at Crusher Stampede and was like, this does not operate with this new codex. Let's just, let's just veto that, please. Please. Thank you very much.
0: Um, um, also, also, I am blind because Kill Team Strike Force has a tick next to it right next to the Death Watch thing. That's, so it's just whatever yeah. is in Psychic Awakening for Death Watch. I'm going to be honest, I've got no clue what's in that book. So.
1: <laughs> I love you. Sure. Um, would the game have ended if Leviathan and Crusher were still a thing?
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Maybe. Was it the doomsday that I that I felt like it was going to be? <laughs>
0: Cru- Crusher would have been pretty bad. More, more yeah. locks with a 5 plus in and minus 1 damage for 120 points with... Mm-hmm. 14 wounds, whatever they've gotten, 16 attacks. That that would have been pretty bad.
1: It was gonna be pretty rough. I'll just put it out there. Um, in addition to the two, the two like mortal wound charge buffs, like oh. uh, it, it, here's my one carn effects that just dealt tw- 12 mortal wounds to you. See you later, yeah, mate. Three like, CP for yeah.
0: 12 mortals every time you charge. Yeah. Yes. Good luck with disgusting. that.
1: disgusting. Um yeah, it was just gonna be so such a mess. In addition to freaking Tyranid Warriors now being possibly the best troops choice in the game, getting a five plus invulnerable save. Um, whether that was worth losing your um, transhuman depends how the meta rolls out um, but uh, yeah it was just going to be absolutely disgusting so kudos g dub very happy about this one um, and that is going to wrap us up for the review content for this one so um, at the start of this we both said we really liked the balanced data slate we're very happy with it i'm very willing to give this a, a big old tick a big old pass for the balanced data slate i would agree <laughs> I do, th- I do think that uh, of all of them, I think the armor of contempt may turn out to be too much, and the custodius, um, the custody's nurse, maybe turned out to be too much. Um, I wish the custodius nurse was just an increase on all the 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 the, um, the CP costs, um, yep. or an increase on the price of like Virtus Praetors, which I thought would have gone a very long way to to changing the dynamics of that list. Yes. Um, but. Yeah, it's fair enough, and I wish I wish Orcs got something. I just wish Orcs got something because um, they could have very well like reverted the the Rucker truck points because they got so they got nerfed so freaking hard. Um, what are your thoughts? Any closing statements? No,
0: I think you've pretty much touched on most of that. There, I, I think that there are, like I said, there are obviously key winners and losers here, and we've sort of touched on all those. It's never going to be perfect. Um, mm. It, like I think this is going to be as close to the best meta we've had in, you know, in this edition that we've ever had, and I'm not going to complain. I think that yep. this is probably going to be about the best competitive meta we've seen so far.
1: It was pretty good at the start, like when the only two codexes out were Space Marines and Necrons, because the Space Marine codex was a huge balancing factor because it was so much worse than the previous one, um, and then the Necron codex at the start was actually quite quite cool. Yeah, um, and then Necrons it's were
0: busted, weren't they? Like Necrons were actually like, you know, 20 Warriors was scary at the start of the
1: edition. It was. It freaking was, man. It was <laughs> quite worrying. Um, and then it's just kind of been a rollercoaster. Well, as soon as Drakari came out, it's been a bit of an absolute dog's breakfast um but anyway we're going to wrap this up please come and join us over on the other side on part two where we're going to just be answering a absolute slew of listener questions and i've gone over them some really good ones we're going to be unpacking a bit of the tower builds, what they're going to be looking like we're going to be building and talking about some of the sisters um bills that we might be seeing we might be building a couple of cores of these lists um and yeah please come and join us if you're all interested it's a it's a hell of a ride matt thank you very much for joining us my man i really appreciate it and yeah have a good have a great day how awkward are we we're, we're fantastic. How, how long can we? Persp- <laughs> how long can we continue this awkwardness? Oh,
0: I don't know. End the
1: episode, please. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> please.
0: Thank you for listening to Art of War Down Under, a content review podcast for Warhammer 40k